to Real Life, Real People Radio. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Jill Lowry, and I am your host today for Real Life, Real People Radio. I want to thank you for listening. If you have been listening to Real Life, Real People Radio over these past years, thank you. And if you're new to listening, I just want to welcome you. This year, 2024, we are going to talk about how you can share more. Share more about what God has done in your life. Share your story with others so that they may believe. Or just share who Jesus is to you. And so you're going to hear me interview people this year who have a story to tell and want to share their testimony so that they can encourage you and inspire you to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. So today, I'm going to be interviewing Caden Johnson. He's a 15-year-old student in Mount Vernon, Mount Vernon ISD, and I'm so excited to be interviewing him about his story and the impact that Jesus Christ has had on his life. So before we get started, I want to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus, and He will bring the Bible to life for you. I'll go ahead and lead us in a word of prayer, and we'll get started. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you so much. We praise you for what you're doing in our lives. We thank you that you've given each of us a testimony, a story, so that we can share it and encourage others and lift them up for these times that we are going through. Lord, we pray for peace and hope for those listening today, and they will hear something that will encourage them on their journey with you. So Lord, let us grow our faith and let us trust you for what you're doing in our lives. And we love you so much. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I'm excited to introduce our next special guest, and his name is Caden Johnson, and he is a sophomore at Mount Vernon High School, and he's very involved at First Baptist Church Youth Group, and he's on the baseball team in Mount Vernon and involved in a lot of activities. He has three or four brothers and sisters. Yes, ma'am. And um, he is the oldest of the group of the gang, and they have so much fun together. Um, and so anyway, we're going to talk to him. So welcome, Caden. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. So I see you have a Mount Vernon baseball shirt on. and Yes, ma'am. So are you excited for baseball season to get started? Yes, ma'am. Are y'all practicing yet? Not yet. We start mid-January. Okay, so soon, soon you're going to yes, be ma'am. starting. Well, that's exciting. So it's fun to be a part of a team and to come together and and play sports. And, and I have found that when we do that, that we can encourage each other and, yes, and be a supporter. And so do you like participating on teams? Yes, ma'am, I do. Yes, great, great. And in addition to being part of the baseball team, I know that you're very involved in the youth group at First Baptist Church, Mount Vernon. Mm. Did you grow up? going to this church? Uh, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since I was about four years old or so, I've been going here. So Awesome. So you've seen a lot of growth recently. Yes, ma'am. I remember um, really probably not long ago, the youth group wasn't um, as 
as large as, as it is today, but now mm. what, like a hundred people go every week on mm. Wednesdays? Yes, ma'am. That's great. And you're part of the youth leadership team, is that right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so tell us what you do on that youth leadership team. Like what kind of responsibilities or activities or w- what does it mean to be part of the youth leadership team? I know that for some of us, we go around and encourage others and pray with them. And just some of us will go and lead each other in song and whatnot. Okay. So. Oh, good. What, what do you do specifically? I don't do a whole lot, really, but... I try here and there. I'll pray with people yes. sometimes. Yes. Well, the reason I wanted to interview you, I was very impressed with a testimony that you gave in church. You were describing what y'all did this summer, this past summer at leadership camp. So let's start with that. Tell us that story about what you had to do, what you were told that y'all needed to do as a group, and then just kind of what happened. Yes, ma'am. So we were partnered up with three other people from different churches, ranging in age, and they told us to go eat some lunch, and then they gave us all $5 each to go minister to some, to anybody in any way. And so after we ate lunch, we decided to go out, and we decided to go and just walk the streets and just see who we can pray with and give some money to. And so we walked up to this first guy. He was waiting outside his store, and he had a bunch of little kids running around him. And so mm-hmm. we prayed with him, and we asked him if he knew Jesus. He said he did, but he wouldn't take our money, though. So uh-huh. we moved on to the next people, and um, I went to pray with them. And I asked them if he knew Jesus, and they said that they were atheists, but I didn't hear that at the time. So I just continued, and I prayed with them, and then we paid for their ice cream that they were eating. Oh, that's so nice. Wow. I bet that meant a lot. Yes, ma'am. To not only get a prayer, but that you were generous in that way. Yes, ma'am. So then we continued, and we came up to this flower shop, mm-hmm. and um, the rest of my group was in there shopping and everything, but I decided to go up to the lady working the counter, and I decided to pray with her. And um, later on, we went back to the church, and but the lady said she was a member of that church, though. Mm-hmm. So when we went back, about an hour or two later, a lady walked in, and she said that a group of uh, kids that said they were gone to that church said that they had, or she'd said that they had prayed for her. And she said it really just meant a lot to her, and it really just brightened her day and everything. Oh, wow. And that was you? Yes, ma'am. So when you said you just decided to go pray with her, do you really feel like God told you, you need to go pray with that lady? Like you felt, it's called like a prompting from the Holy Spirit saying, yes, go and go do that. And so you were obedient and listened. Yes, ma'am. What a blessing. I bet you mm-hmm. were blessed when you did that and you prayed. Is it hard to go up to people and pray? It can be at yeah. times. It's just there's so much nervousness going up to them. You don't know how they'll react or what they'll say mm-hmm. back to you. So, mm-hmm. Have you been, since you did that last summer, are you having a harder time praying with people or did it make it easier? Do you know? It's been kind of harder just because it's summit. It, it's so much like you don't really know a whole lot of people there. And so you don't have that personal connection with the people. And at Summit, it's just you're surrounded by other Christians who are so loving and everything. Yes, so that made a difference is being in the group with the people at Summit that 
you were all kind of in it together, helping each other, encouraging each other. Yes, ma'am. Well, I know that it can be hard. You can have nervousness and kind of butterflies. Should I go do that? Or, But have you noticed that when you do pray, that impact of prayer makes a big difference? Yes, ma'am. It really does. For that woman to come back and say, I had some teenagers pray with me. I mean, she wasn't even expecting that. Mm-hmm. And you just never know how God answered those prayers, mm-hmm. you know. But the fact that you did that—that's sh- very compassionate, and that showed a lot of, um, you know, just love. And so I know that that's what Jesus would want us to do—is love others. Yes. Ma'am. So now let's talk about, I guess, your salvation story. When you first decided to ask Jesus into your heart, you said that you've been attending church since you were four years old. Yes, ma'am. So when did you just really understand that you needed the Lord as your Savior? So I had always gone to church, and they'd always taught us who the Lord is and what He does, but I guess I never really just understood on what level of gratitude He has, that His gravity that He has on us. And I guess one day when I was about 10 years old or so, it just kind of clicked for me, and I just understood it. Mm-hmm. And then you, you just realized how much He loved you. Yes, ma'am. And how much that He just wanted you to be in a relationship with Him. Yes, ma'am. And, and give your heart to Him. So at that point, did you who did you tell first? Do you remember? It's been five years ago, yes, so I know. I believe I told my mom about uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Oh, I bet. That's just a parent's just dream is for their children to want to know the Lord and be baptized. Were you baptized shortly after Yes, that? ma'am. I was baptized a few weeks later with uh-huh. one of my friends. Oh, neat. Together, y'all both yes, were. Yes, How cool. So do you remember how you felt after being baptized and, and making that commitment? I just felt, I guess, just, I don't know how to say it, like refreshed in a way. Oh, that's a good way of describing it. Kind of free, refreshed, yes, like... Did you think about maybe your past sins or maybe things you had done wrong? I mean, I know you were young. You probably hadn't (laughs) really done much, but um, Mm -hmm. it just sits a freeing feeling and knowing just that love surrounding you. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of how you felt? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So here you are five years later, and you do feel like um, Jesus is real in your life. Yes, ma'am. I definitely do. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you have a problem, who do you go to? The Lord. That's right. And how do you do that? If Uh, someone is listening and they need to know, well, how do I go to the Lord? What does that mean? Well, a lot of times I'll go to Him in prayer because I feel like that's one of my favorite personal ways to connect with Him and talk Mm -hmm. with Him. Mm -hmm. Like you would a friend. Do you have a place where you pray specifically, or do you... You know, every day, do you go, some people go, mm. for instance, in, in a prayer closet or in their backyard or at their dining room table. Do you have a place where you like to pray, or is it just in your room or wherever you are? Uh, usually, usually it'll be in my room, uh-huh. or if I want to pray to Him right then, I'll just do it wherever I'm exactly. at. Exactly. So you don't have to be in a particular place. You no, can ma'am. just pray. Now, let me ask you this. You're involved in youth group and a lot of different church activities you also pray with other people. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So prayer is important. Do you lead prayers? Uh, sometimes, sometimes I do. Yeah. And you'll probably do that more and more. You know, prayer takes practice and praying. 
you know, I used to mm. not feel comfortable praying out loud myself yes, for many years when I was younger and um, just thought, well, I don't know how to pray or have the words to pray, but you would agree that there's no particular words you have to use to pray. You no, just talk ma'am. to God. Yes, ma'am. And you just say whatever is on your mind and mm-hmm. whatever is on your heart from mm-hmm. Him. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's talk about answers to prayer. Does God answer prayers? Yes, ma'am. Yes. So I know that there's a big answer to prayer that He uh, answered for your family years ago, a few years ago, um, involving your mother. So let's talk about mm-hmm. that. You're, I've interviewed her, actually, about peace and and her story. But um, for those people that haven't heard it, tell us a little bit about what happened with your mom and, and how God answered that prayer for, for her and for your family. Yes, ma'am. So about 2021, I guess, my, my mom was pregnant with my sister, and she went in for a pregnancy scan, and the doctor was noticing something else in her body, and it turned out that she had cancer. And so over the rest of the summer and I guess partially going into the next school year, um, we made daily and weekly trips to different doctors for her to get treatment and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, so she was undergoing treatment for cancer. Yes, she yeah. had cancer, and then she had to have um, surgery um, mm-hmm. as well to remove it. So y- during this time, I know she said that there was a peace at your house and a peace because that y'all prayed and you trusted God. So yes, you yeah. being the oldest child, the oldest son, how did you feel, and, and was that hard? It was a little difficult at times because I would just get bored of traveling so much or Mm -hmm. just different things. Mm -hmm. And were you worried about your mom? Yes, ma'am, I was. Yeah, yeah. and had you ever dealt with cancer before, anyone that you knew? I had a couple distant relatives, but Mm -hmm. I didn't know them personally, really. Okay, so really this hit home, you know, your mother having cancer. And I'm sure she wasn't able to do as much there for a while because she didn't feel good. Yes, ma'am. So um, what did you do to kind of keep going and not get discouraged or depressed or stressed out? I just had to pray to the Lord because a lot of times, and even now, I'll still become anxious Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and I'll just have to bring it to the Lord and pray about it. That's right. And I know there's a verse about being anxious in prayer that I want to talk about in just a minute from Philippians. But before we do that... You said you prayed for your mom, and this process took about, gosh, months for you know, not knowing if she was going to be okay, and then she is. Mm-hmm. God healed her, and she doesn't have cancer anymore. And how did that feel to have God answer that prayer for you? It just felt very, I guess, just kind of refreshing in a way, just kind of a weight lifted off of oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet you were just like, hallelujah. I mean, just so excited and knowing that your mom was going to be okay. And um, that's hard. A lot of us go through that. I actually lost my mother. She uh, passed away in 2017 with cancer. Mm-hmm. And it was um, like fast. Like she found out and it had already spread. And so that was just really hard for me. And I couldn't have gotten through that without the Lord, without. Being, mm-hmm. having that relationship with him and being as close as I was to him at the time and because 
you know, he gave me a peace that I couldn't even understand. Did you feel that too? Yes, that ma'am. peace, just knowing it's in his hands, he's going to be okay. Yeah, you know, she's going to be okay because we trust in God. And even though my mom wasn't healed um, on this earth, I, mm. I do know that she's with the Lord now, that she accepted him as her Lord and Savior and actually, towards the end of her life, became closer and. Um, I know where she is, and I know I'll see her mm-hmm. again. And so she is totally healed with him. But it, it was very hard, and I, I'm so glad that um, I had the Lord, and I know you were too during that. And we still have him. He never leaves us, never forsakes us. Yes, so, ma'am. Well, um, let's talk about now the verse in Philippians. There's one, I think it's Philippians 4. If you would turn to there, 5 and 6. I know you have your Bible open. You said y'all studied Philippians. Yes, ma'am. And this is a good verse for someone who's anxious or just worried, doesn't know what to do. Okay, what does it say in Philippians? Will you read those verses for us? Yes, ma'am. In Philippians 4, 5, and 6, it says, Let everyone see that you are considerate in all that you do. Remember the Lord is coming soon. Do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all that He has done. Awesome. And that is such a good scripture to lean on. And it says to pray about everything. Don't, yes. be, don't worry. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Don't be anxious. And I know it's hard because we're dealing with things every day. And you're you know, a high school student and you have a lot of mm-hmm. things you know, coming at you and different things. And so... Instead of stressing or worrying about it, what does it tell us to do? It tells us to pray about it. Yes, awesome. And then read verse 7, because then when you pray, this is what happens. I love this verse, too. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Amen. And you felt that peace, and you do when you pray. Yes, ma'am. You said that, so... So anyone listening that might be going through something right now, take it to God in prayer. Listen to what Caden said. He prays whenever he needs God, whenever he's not sure, whenever he's anxious. And I do that as well. And we just, even if it's just Jesus, help me. You don't have to have all these words, but just know that he will help you. So in addition to praying, do you pick up your Bible frequently and read it? Yes, ma'am. I try to. Yes, that's great. Because haven't you found that when you need answers or just need um, encouragement or inspiration, picking up the Bible and you'll read something and be like, oh, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. What are some of the other verses in Philippians that you have enjoyed reading or felt that have you can apply to your life? So going back to Summit, I was reading Philippians after the events, and I came across this verse in Philippians 2, 12, and 13, and it reads, Dear friends, you have always followed my instructions when I was with you, and now that I am away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. Amen. So what does that verse mean to you? Like, how have you seen that being applied to your life? Or what do, what do you think when you read that? What is God speaking to you? So at the time, uh-huh. I just, you know, prayed with that woman, and it really just showed me how God rewards those and shows the 
power and the the work mm-hmm. that you've done for him mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. And to keep doing that and to you know not give up and to keep going and, and obeying and listening and it did it grow your faith yes, to, ma'am. to do those things and to step out out of your comfort zone and Yes, ma'am. I definitely felt like God had a big part in that. Oh, definitely. And I know He will give you more opportunities the more you step out. And are you ready? Yes, ma'am. Yes, yeah. Because you're still young, but you have a lot of life to live. And in fact, I'm sure you have thought maybe a little bit about where you want to go to college. I know you're a sophomore, but... Yes, ma'am. Where are you thinking you want to go? I plan on going to NTCC and getting my uh-huh. two-year degree for awesome. something. And then after that, I'll probably go finish out a four-year degree at a bigger college. Wonderful. That's great. Do you have an area that you want to maybe work in or career uh, path? I'd, I'd probably like to work somewhere with video games and stuff, as okay. I really like playing them and uh-huh. I'd really like to design them and stuff someday. Yes, yes, that is really big right now. A lot of people do that, and um, that's amazing. And good luck to you. I know you will. You will do great at whatever you do because you're rooted in God's love, and you're going to keep going. And like you said, that scripture you read, you're not going to give up. You're going to keep pursuing those things and helping others. And what about putting others before yourself? I know it talks about that in Philippians yes, that we ma'am. need to, you know, not put ourselves first. Mm-hmm. Have you made an effort to try to put others first? I know you're the oldest. <laughs> and tell me again, you have three siblings or four? I have three on my mom's side and one on my dad's okay, side. Okay, so you have four. Wow. Are you the, and you're the oldest? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I was the oldest as well, and so, you know, they look up to you, you know, Mm -hmm. and watch what you do. And um, it's it's amazing because you can even serve at home. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, have ministry where you help your brothers and sisters and put them their needs before yours. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've had to do that (laughs) a lot. So, okay, let's talk about, I guess, your generation and— um, what y'all are going through right now, what do you think the greatest need for students in your age group are right now in high school? Uh, probably just a peace of mind and mm-hmm. the anxiousness taken away and everything. Yeah, yeah. Do you think social media has had an impact on that? I a think little it bit. does a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the comparison, you know, well, that person's doing that and, you know, being able to kind of see what others are doing and might make you feel insecure or cause bit. stress. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Are there a lot of demands on y'all about just different things you have to do? Just different things in yeah. school, mm-hmm. lots of tests to take. and Yes, and that doesn't, doesn't end, unfortunately, no. when you go to college and beyond. But, but um, what do you think the need is then? They want the peace. How can we as adults help with that? I guess to just pray with them and make sure they're staying with the Lord and just just make sure they know that they can always come to Him in prayer and mm-hmm. ask Him for help. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. And sometimes I think, you know, we look to other people first before we go to the Lord. We have a problem, we mm-hmm. go ask our buddy or go talk to our parents or, you know, someone else. Or we just, we, are we ta- just, Keep it inside. And so what you're saying is go and pray and ask God first. Yes, ma'am. 
and and he will give you the guidance and, yes, and direction. What about, um, I know you said it's hard to share your faith at times, but you said you have made an effort with students at your school. So tell me kind of what you do, what would be a good way to reach them? Yes, ma'am. So I've invited a few of my friends to church and some of them either are different and they have different religions or they just aren't very religious or they go to different churches. So have you had any say yes yet? Not yet. You no, will ma'am. though. Don't give up. I know y'all have the disciple now program that's upon us and that's where a lot of people can come. You don't have to attend this church to come. Yes, ma'am. Tell us about the D now. So if there's someone listening that might want to join in on that that's coming up, what is it and how much fun it is? Let's talk about that. Yes, ma'am. So D now is a it's basically like a just a weekend where kids can come together and they can play games and have fun, and then after a while they come together and they'll either sing together or pray together. and So it's just a way to have fun but make it all about God in the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have there's good music yes, and then ma'am. a speaker who will get up and encourage y'all. And then you, you get to spend the night. Like all the, like say, sophomore boys will stay at a house together, right? Yes, ma'am. And like the girls will stay at a house together. And so they divide it. By um, age group, and um, and that's fun too. So you get to go and kind of spend the night and spend time with people and get to know them. Yes, ma'am. So you can invite friends there. Mm-hmm. That'll give you another another opportunity to do that. Yes, ma'am. sounds like a lot of fun. Do you like your youth pastor? I like him, Matt. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, um, he's a little bit newer. He's been here for. Maybe two or three years mm-hmm. now, I think. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good, though. Good, yeah. I know he enjoys it and enjoys leading y'all. And then Mark Jackson, was he here when you were here, the one before him? He was here for maybe a year or two uh-huh. when I was uh-huh. in youth. Yes, yeah. Yeah, he was here when, when my kids, or when my daughter was in school as well. Mm-hmm. I just love that y'all are doing that, and it's just a good way to invite people and share your faith and be encouraged and, and be excited. So where is Youth Leadership Camp this year? Do you know yet? I believe it is in Arkansas. Okay, Arkansas. And last year, where was it? It was in Colorado. Okay, you're getting to go to a lot of different places. Yes, That'll be good. It'll be interesting to see what you study. You said you studied Philippians this year. Yes, ma'am. I mean, last year. And in 2024, it'll be interesting to see what you study and what they ask you to do. Because, you know, you said this year you went out and ministered to people. Yes, called ma'am. evangelism. Mm-hmm. You learned how to do that and pray with people. Now you know that. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what you do again with that. Yes, ma'am. So now every Sunday night, I know that you do something called Course for Life. Tell yes, us ma'am. a little bit about that and what it is and, and how you've enjoyed it. So Course for Life is a small group that we do every Sunday night about 6 o'clock or so. And we'll just get together in small groups, depending on your grade and how Mm -hmm. many years you've done it. And so we'll just get together and we'll go over a weekly Bible plan that we've done throughout the week. And then after that, we'll pray about it and just talk about it. That's good. That is great. Do y'all 
study a certain book that you go through different, I guess, course yeah. for life. Uh, usually, usually we do um, certain topics and everything okay. every week. Okay. So do you enjoy going every Sunday? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Good, good. Well, I know that you're learning a lot, and that's the way to grow your faith, is to learn God's Word and talk about it with other people and share. So I know that you um, have done a great job as you're young, and you yes, have ma'am. many years to go to share, but it's... It's part of just helping other people by telling them how God has answered your prayers, telling them, you know, how you're different now because you know Jesus. Would you say you have more peace? Yes, ma'am. In your heart and your life. Yes, ma'am, I definitely do. Mm-hmm. I can see that and you seem very calm and I can't believe you would ever be anxious. <laughs> A little bit I yeah. am. Yeah. But I guess, you know, life just throws things, curveballs at us, mm. you know, like when you're playing baseball and you got to yes, know, yeah. what do I do? So what position do you play? Uh, mainly outfield. Outfield. Okay, great. So you got to keep your eye on the ball. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Well, is there anything else that you would like to share as we close this interview? And I really appreciate you coming in. I know that you know, this might have been a little bit out of your comfort zone and, yes, you know, something you've never done before. But now you can say you've been interviewed. Mm-hmm. You never know. You may give your testimony again. Yes, ma'am. So um, is there anything you would like to just share as we close with our listeners today? Mm, just uh, if you have any problems or if you're anxious or nervous, just bring it to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's that's a great way to just close up. Just if you're anxious you need anything, you have any questions, the Lord is waiting. He's waiting on each of us. And what a great thing to know. What a great testimony that we have, that we know the Lord is there for us. So again, thank you and God bless you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Let me close this in prayer. And I thank you all for listening today. And I hope that you will invite Jesus into your heart like Caden did years ago, and that you would trust Him and believe and have the peace that He wants to give you. Dear Heavenly Father, we love You so much. We praise You for what You're doing in each of our lives. We thank You for the peace that passes all understanding. We thank You that we can come to You whenever we need anything or just to talk, and You will listen and You will answer our prayers. So Lord, help us to continue to pray to not be anxious about anything, but in everything, let our requests be made known to you. And then the peace that passes all understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. We thank you and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcast. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2024, all rights reserved.